the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Money. The answer. by Bill Bullington. For the next hour, you'll receive information on current market conditions and trends that could affect your financial future. If you have a question, you can participate in today's program by calling 216-901-0945. That's 216-901-0WHK. You can also reach Bill by going to his website, BullingtonCapital.com. And now, here's Bill Bullington. back <laughs> now i can hear myself <laughs> all right <laughs> this is kind of funny um i go to uh <laughs> i googled myself and what comes up is a couple pictures of the lawn outside the building you can barely no actually that is a uh, holy cow that is funny that that's not even my building <laughs> my logo comes up and then a whole bunch of people holding guns outside of Washington holds up. <laughs> what the heck? The uh, wow. I have to talk to those Google boys. <laughs> anyway, um, got a lot of uh, really good stuff to talk about today. You know, and, and by the way, if you hear anything that you would like to discuss with me in person or have more, you know, you'd like to have more information on it, just go to my website. There's a contact us form. I will be glad to respond uh, as quickly as I can and talk to you about these kinds of things. And and stay tuned to that website, by the way. We've been working on something. It, yeah, well, you don't have to stay tuned right now. It's, it's going to be another um, probably a couple months. But I am putting together some resources I think should make everything much simpler for people who are uh, interested in investing in long-term financial health and it's hard to imagine who wouldn't be interested in that, but the uh, some people aren't. You know, it's, it's pretty wild. Uh, so anyway, there's some uh, new developments coming there, and I'm trying to. You know, it's crazy about this world. It's just how complicated everything is. I got a manual for my new car. It, it reads like a computer manual, like the ones they used to give you with the computer when you got it. They haven't published those for years. It's all moved over into automobiles now. <laughs> oh, and my refrigerator, and my microwave, and my stove, which are all connected through Bluetooth to my phone. <laughs> it's just mind-boggling how much stuff you have to get your arms around to know what you're doing and to avoid making a, a mistake. Not easy. Unbelievable. I think about the number of, of investments that have been created since I started in the in the business a long time ago. I'm embarrassed to tell you how long ago it was. But 
it was a really long time ago, and I'm just amazed at the amount of product that has been created since then. So it is mind-boggling. And quite frankly, it's hard to keep up with. You know, I spend an awful lot of time reading, and people say, well, what are you reading? Um, mostly manuals on new, or prospectuses or you know, annual reports, look, learning about new items that are coming out. And, you know, people are, it's so funny. People, they're so convinced that this uh, cryptocurrency thing, it, it's just like a tulip bulb. And that's my opinion. It, uh, it only has the value of, of whatever it sold for last. That's it. There's nothing standing behind it. There's no, but you don't even know who's standing behind it because that's part of the attraction. We won't tell. Okay. <laughs> yeah. If you lose your money, the government's not going to go and help you find it. That's it. That's, that's the biggest problem that I see. And there's nobody there protecting it. There's nobody standing behind it. So anyway, and, uh, so I'm going to leave that subject alone, um, but I did want to talk about guaranteed sources of income, and I'm looking at interest rates. I see a 10-year treasury, 1.5%. Are you kidding me? The uh, And by the way, that's up a lot over the past few weeks. It's up a lot. It was down below 1% at one point in time. The 10-year uh, treasury, 10 years, 1.5%? You know, what's the inflation rate? That's what, in economic terms, they call a negative real return. A real return adjusts prices for inflation. So, if you looked at, let's say, you had a a ten thousand or hundred thousand dollars CD, and you got one, you got one percent on it. Okay, that's a thousand bucks. If prices go up by two percent, what that means is, on a hundred thousand dollars, prices have just gone up by two thousand dollars, and your money has only gone up. By a thousand bucks, prices have moved up faster than your money grew by. That's a negative real return when you adjust it for inflation. That's a problem. That's a big problem, especially if you're getting or are already retired. You know, the average life expectancy for somebody who turns 65 for a male is 20 years. Prices will double in 20 years at our current inflation rate if you take the real rate. I don't. And by the way, that rate probably steps up a little bit with all the money that they've been printing. So what do you do? It's very difficult to try to. Are you just going to hang on, hope that you die before you run out of money, and spend the you know the eight hundred bucks you get off every hundred thousand dollars per year? That's what one percent. One percent of a hundred thousand dollars is a thousand bucks, and then you have to pay taxes on it. <laughs> That is mind-boggling. So maybe after uh, your taxes, you're left with, it depends on your tax bracket, let's say $900. That's not a lot of dough. Okay. But I don't want them to spend my principal. Well, fine, you know, live on $900 then, you know, for every 100000 that you have. So if you had a million bucks, that's only $9,000. Think about that. $9,000 on a million dollars. That's crazy. Okay, that's why, and, and incidentally, it is why you've heard me talking for the last few months on the fixed indexed annuities, and I'm not a big fan of indexed annuities. They're different. 
there are lots of different annuities out there. Uh, there are some good ones, and they're bad. They're, well, I shouldn't say good or bad. There are some that are more expensive than others. There are some that guarantee higher rates of return than others. So you, you need to be careful when you're shopping around on that. I, I believe I'm using one of the best in the industry. In fact, I'm pretty sure I am as a result of all the research that I've done. I spent a lot of time looking at companies, comparing these products. So I like that. You know, the, I like the fact that, you know, I've already got one. I'm, I'm going to buy my second one. I'm buying them in $100,000 increments in uh, um, every year you know, until I retire, in addition to my other stuff. Why? Because I think inflation's coming. You know, I really do. I've got most of my money is in, the vast majority of my money is in the stock market in uh, uh, a little bit in short-term bonds. That's And that's me, by the way. About 80% stocks, 20% short-term bonds, but I'm also adding every year to the uh, annuity because you can take the income after 10 years, so every 10 years. Well, you can take it after one year, and uh, but I don't want to do that. The, uh, I'm going to wait, and I'm going to stagger these things out over the next 12 to 15 years or so. Maybe I don't I'll probably be working longer than that. Hopefully, I'll be working longer than that because if I'm not, that means I'm dead. <laughs> The uh, can you believe how old Warren Buffett is? Still going, man, unreal. The uh, and uh, just chugging along that, that's amazing. You know, I've, I've had a lot of kind of conflicted feelings, not too many negative feelings over the years. It's something, and, and by the way, I, I have to say that I could have been reading something that was misinterpreted, so I, I didn't see it come from him. It was in a story written by a reporter, so there's a pretty good chance that he's never offended me at all in the slightest, and even some of the stuff that was reported was just very slight. That guy has given to the entire world, a, he set a great example of what it's like to be patient, what it's like to be an investor, and thank goodness for people like that. And another guy I like a lot, Peter Lynch. If you ever have a chance, get his books, read them. They're very helpful. I, I thought they were entertaining. I thought they actually, uh, he worked with a writer because that's not, you know, he was a money manager. So he had a ghostwriter and they worked together very closely to produce these books. And they had a big team of research people because I know personally something I did 30 years ago. It's kind of hard for me to remember. I got to go look it up. And uh, the stuff that he did, he was so busy. He was doing a lot of something. They needed a whole team of people to go back and recreate all those instances of being factual. And that's just my point with that. Anyway, back to the uh, fixed income stuff. This is why I'm looking at this today. And there are a couple of different ways of doing that. And I want to spend most of today's show talking about that. There are two different ways uh, that I feel are, are two of the better ways to guarantee income in retirement. Now, if you are in your 40s and you're trying to accumulate, one of these ways is also for you. If you're in your uh, late 50s, early 60s, both of them are definitely for you. If you're in your 70s, still both of them are for you, but more one than the other. So we'll go through that. Let's start with the 40-year-olds. Let's start with the young people out there. So the young people, there's a product out there. It's called an investment-only annuity. Investment-only. That's what it's for, investment. It's got Vanguard, T. Rowe Price, Fidelity, I mean, 450 funds. Okay. Or, I'm sorry, 375. My mind's going on me. 
<laughs> a lot of funds. Everything that you could need and then some. Okay. The nice thing about it is it's tax deferred. By the way, this is also not just the 40-year-olds, but people who are uh, paying taxes on their Social Security. You, want, you might want to listen up. If you're paying taxes on your Social Security and you have taxable investments, once you invest in an investment-only annuity, no sales charge going in, no sales charge going out, no penalties. The fees are exceptionally low given a uh, uh, the, the type of product that it is. So, and you don't get a 1099. You could live now. And by the way, I have to tell everybody, I am not a, a licensed tax preparer. And my, you know, insurance guys keep telling me, hey, you better, you better give this disclaimer every time you start to mention taxes. I get it. You know? So you need to double check this stuff with your tax preparer. If you don't have a tax preparer, I'll let you talk to mine, one of mine. And uh, that's great. You know, they'll be able to answer those questions for you. I can refer you to somebody who you can talk to to verify this stuff. So anyway, where this really, really works well, it's, it's, it has a lot of benefits. The first benefit is tax deferral. You don't get a 1099 until you start taking money out. Okay. Now, this is the investment-only annuity, by the way. They call also uh, known as a variable annuity, but an investment-only variable annuity. That, what does that mean? It means there's no insurance on it. Most annuities have insurance with them. The other one I'm going to talk about a little bit later has insurance. This one doesn't have insurance unless you add it to it. They give you the opportunity to add what they call a rider to this product so that you can guarantee a minimum income to you and a spouse if you were so inclined. Um, That's a really good thing. I just got the uh, heads up. I've only got about a minute and a half before I have to take a commercial break. So I'm going to slow down a little bit because I I hate to leave you hanging. (laughs) But again, if you're looking to get more information on this, I know it's don't don't take notes while you're driving. That'd be a lot worse than texting. (laughs) Just give me a call or send me an email. It's bill at bullingtoncapital.com. You go to my website, bullingtoncapital.com and reach out to us there. This is pretty exciting. I, I, this is a very, fairly new development. It's, uh, it, boy, you talk about power of planning. This has really made a lot of things available to an awful lot of people. It's, it's solving a lot of problems. We won't be able to get to all of them today. Yeah, all the problems that it's solving. We won't be able to get to it. But it's a very good development. You know, you've probably heard me talk about these things a little bit before. But uh, this is a, a modern iteration of some of the stuff that we have been doing. And, uh, and actually, the, you know, products come and go. So um, I'm sure they'll still be developing new ones. Um, I, I'm not sure if the guaranteed rates are going to be as high on the new ones as they have been. Because when you look at where interest rates are right now, uh, with all the debt that we've been piling on, you know, they might raise interest rates at some point in time. I wouldn't. I wouldn't put it past them. Here's what would have to actually, you know what? Because we're going to have to go to a commercial break. When I come back from the commercial break, we're going to go to what would have to happen for interest rates to start to rise. You listen to Bill Bullington. Stay tuned because I'll be right back. There is no ocean that can't be parted. There is no mountain that can't be moved. I know there's help for the heavy hearted The weak will find their strength renewed You just gotta have faith Redirect.com 
back. That is a really good song, isn't it? Just awesome. So anyway, and uh, you know, I did it again. We were talking about the uh, annuities oh, and all the various options that were available and some of the things that, uh, you know, are, are really a big help. And we were also talking about what could potentially cause interest rates to go higher. OK, if interest rates go higher, it's not good for stocks. Okay? It, it's not going to be good for stocks at all. Um Stocks probably, in fact, stocks valuations are a little bit on the high side now. Nothing to panic about, but it's a little uncomfortable. Uh, you could have a sideways period. Now, sideways, it, it's not like it goes sideways and doesn't change. It's, it, it's going to go up and down really volatilely, I mean, with a high level of volatility, rather. And uh, that scares an awful lot of people, and it's very frustrating. I remember 78 through 82, you had a situation like that. Uh, 87 through the early 90s, had a whole bunch of volatility at the end of uh, a four-year period. You would have made almost no money. And that gets really scary for people who are already retired and are withdrawing money from their accounts. So if you're in that stage of the game, uh, there's hang on. A little bit later in the show, we've got some solutions for you. But I wanted to finish, you know, for the younger people, the younger people that are trying to accumulate assets, but you're kind of afraid of the stock market. You know, there's a uh, there's a rider. That a rider is something that you can purchase with typically a life insurance policy or an annuity. And when you add it to it, it comes at a cost. They tell you what it is. In this case, the rider I'm going to be discussing costs one half of one percent. And this, the writer is, uh, it's like a, a special feature. <clears throat> the special feature with this investment only annuity is that the writer that you purchase actually will guarantee an income level based on the highest account value uh, that your account was standing at from the anniversary date. And the anniversary date is the date that you actually sent in the money, they cashed the check and invested it. Okay, so right at the beginning. So let's say your anniversary date is, I don't know, February 15th. So every February 15th, they'll take a look at your account. If the account is higher than it was the year before, the guaranteed income level goes right to that newer, higher account value. That's kind of cool. That's really cool. You can kind of lock in an income based on the highest account value on your anniversary date. That that's pretty awesome. So why is that awesome? Well, let's say you decided to retire in oh I don't know March of nineteen ninety nine, and a year later, markets up a lot. You've got a uh, mutual funds in there. They they're they're being managed. You've, you've done very well, and you're up. Say let's say you're up twenty five percent. And uh, by the way, one of the other things that's different about this one is they will let you invest 100% in stock and they will still guarantee the income. That's amazing to me. Now, to most people, they don't know why that's amazing. That's because you don't do what I do for a living. Nobody's making that guarantee. <laughs> At least not yet. You know, it might be in the, in the future. And there's some similar ones out there, but this, this, this one's a little unique. And I'm sure it'll be copied anytime soon. So... Sometime soon, rather. But 
so let's say you started, you're up 25%. Well, the income that you're going to get is going to be based on that new higher 25% plus what you started with. And they'll guarantee that for the rest of your life. If you added your spouse on there, they're going to guarantee both of you. You know, that, that that's as low as the income is going to go, even if the investments ran out of money. Even if it was so bad that they ran out of money. Or let's say the investments dropped by 40 or 50% the way that they did in, in 2000 through 2003 and the way they did again in 2007 or through 2009 that was a uh, that'll put a, a damper on your retirement party <laughs> unless you had this guarantee and you knew that your income couldn't go any lower than it was and by the way if you lived long enough and the investments recovered and then went higher remember they're going to look at this every year if they, if they recovered and then went higher they would actually raise your income that's right would raise your income that, that that is unusual. It's a it's a, a great development in the annuity industry, an income that could potentially go higher. Now that's not brand new. It's just new to this particular type of product. That idea has been around for a while, and there have been annuities out there that would guarantee a certain amount of increase each year. And what you'll notice is when those older products, uh, the to take the one that goes up each year, it really lowers the amount that they would be willing to pay right off the bat. So this is a uh, this is a pretty good thing. I know this is probably confusing for a lot of people, but uh, that's one of the reasons I have a job. Uh, it's because there are there are so many of these, and, and there's so many things to think about. But for this one, this is really good for people who are trying to accumulate money. Maybe you're getting within ten years of retirement, and you don't want to take a big risk with the uh, you know seeing the portfolio drop by thirty to fifty percent or so. An average balance fund, by the way, was down thirty five percent. Was down thirty five percent from two thousand and seven to two thousand nine. That that's a big drop. What's harder about that is that it lasted so long. That was a pretty long bear market. You know, it would decline. And by the way, this is the way markets fool you. They'll decline. They'll go up a little bit. Gives everybody, you know, they, they calm back down. Then they decline again. Everybody's upset. And then it goes back up a little bit. And uh, the, the, the determination of whether or not it's a bear market is if the lows keep getting lower. <laughs> If every time it climbs, it doesn't go quite as high, and then it, when it goes down, it goes down lower than it did the last time. So eventually, you know, you enter into a bear market, which is defined as a twenty percent decline from a most recent high. So when the market's down twenty percent, that's a bear market. So we had one of those last year, which has actually recovered already, and in almost every category, it's it's already recovered. And by the way, today, a lot of small mid-cap stuff is moving ahead. And we have a model, by the way, that rotates in and out of that um, investment-only annuity. We, we rank the funds and hold the top two funds. So it, it is a, I'm excited about it. I mean, if you can't tell, <laughs> I'm excited about it. It gives you some options. And you know what? If you don't like it, you can leave. There's no penalty for withdrawing. That that's really cool. Now there could be tax consequences, so you got to be careful with that. You can put this in an IRA if you'd like to. You can put this in a trust. By the way, a trust now is allowed to own these. And when you have a trust, uh, again, here come the legal and tax 
disclaimers. I'm not an attorney. I'm not a tax preparer. So before you go running out to do this, and if you come running to me asking questions, I'm going to give you the uh, phone numbers of somebody that can answer that question, a tax accountant uh, and an attorney. So because they have to be the ones actually giving you that advice. I, uh, my heirs and emissions insurance people are all over me about this. So anyway, I just can tell you what the potential for some people is. Not that it would fit your situation, but if you were looking to have a source of guaranteed income, but you also would like, you like the idea of that income having the ability to go up over time, then you might want to talk about that particular product. The other product that I've been talking about prior to this had a much higher guaranteed income in the beginning, and it but it stays level. So that one's going to stay level. It's higher, it stays level. There, there's a big difference there. Uh, and again, this would be this this product would be great for someone who's nervous about markets. You're you're past the age. You know, maybe you're in your mid forties. You don't want to go through a 10-year period with negative returns the way the S&P 500 did from March of 2000 to um, March 2010. You know, that's tough on your psyche. That's really tough. You don't want to uh, have to, to go through some of that, or at least you don't want to have to uh, be afraid that, uh, and by the way, in that particular product, that would happen anyway, but uh, the one with the fixed would not you know you you get a guaranteed increase in the amount of income that you could generate at some point in time with the other one so i guess what i'm really saying is you need to sit down and kind of talk about this i know it, it it's so complicated and i had to study for so long and i'm still studying you know because things change but i guess that's uh, job security for me is is all that change that's always coming out and it can be pretty easy by the way or at least simple. You can simplify your life financially. I think you're better off doing that. I think you're better off simplifying everything. And uh, as soon as I get off these topics, which I'm going to leave in, in a couple minutes here, we're going to talk about that. How do you simplify your life financially? That's that's a big deal. Yeah, I think it was William Ockham, who was a priest, Said the simplest solution is often the best. At least he's the one that was credited with saying that. Um, anyway, uh, simpler it typically is better. I think the the word annuities got a lot of negative connotations, mainly because some of them had really high expenses, so the returns were not very high, or they had uh, a high guarantee to get you in the door and then when they got in they you know they dropped the the interest rate really really low and you had these big penalties to get out early well that's not the way the investment only annuity works at all the uh the other one has penalties for early withdrawal they're not that bad and it's got some more flexibility you can take out a certain percentage of it each year without paying a penalty that will have an impact on your investments because you're taking money out of your investments um but if you know if the market's up that much and you're just taking out profit now you're you know, back to where you started but you got the money out so anyway that's again it's one of the reasons i have a a, a job if i'm looking at a simple retirement plan here it is and right? i call it the 60 second retirement plan Take any sources of guaranteed income you're going to have in retirement. That would be things like annuities, things like Social Security, 
uh, things like pensions, and then add up four and a half, or add up all your investments, the savings you have set aside for retirement. Now take four and a half percent of that, and there you are. You are done. <laughs> the four and a half percent number, by the way, comes from a uh, the world's one of the world's largest asset managers. It's a uh, uh, BlackRock. It recommends you know don't take a more than four and a half percent. It's a slight adjustment to the College for Financial Planning. It says you know four percent rule. I don't know if you've ever heard that before, but basically four percent or four and a half percent, whichever you're going to use. The reason it's so low in the beginning is because you're going to have to increase that over time to keep up with inflation. So think about that. That's why you're starting out pretty low, somewhere between four, four and a half percent. Now I used to say five or six, and that was true. The uh, that was a long time ago. That was a long time ago. Those days, you, back then, you could get a a six percent CD, a five percent CD. That that made a lot of difference. So things change. You have to adapt to change. And uh, if you've got questions on any of this stuff, you know, feel free to set up a, a phone meeting. You can come in the office if you'd like to. There's no cost to do that. But here's the 60-second retirement plan again. Add up all your sources of guaranteed income. Take 4.5% of your savings for retirement. And there you go. Now, if you do that, and you're coming up short. Now, that's where the planning gets really important. But as far as the math, you know, a a well-run, well-managed, and say an institutional style, that's what we do. We run our money kind of the way the big institutions and the pension plans run their money. So if you're managing that way, then that 4.5% rule should be pretty good. I always like to try to improve on that. That's why you hear me talk about the semiconductors and the uh, healthcare stocks overweighting that inside the portfolio. Hopefully, we're going to try to get a bump out of what an average institution would get. But if we don't, it's it's not going to hurt us that bad. It's not going to kill us. It's not going to end our plans. Uh, that's the uh, that's kind of the key. Managing risk is a big deal, especially when you get closer to retirement. So anyway. A typically a typical 60-40-65-35 blend of stocks and bonds of well-diversified stuff, that should last 30 years if you keep increasing it for inflation. Now, nobody can guarantee that. Not allowed. We're not allowed. So, But that should last for at least 30 years. Now, you may do better and you may not. We're not allowed to guarantee really actually we're not allowed to guarantee anything the um government's allowed to guarantee they'll stand behind a treasury bill paying one and a half percent they'll stand behind short-term treasuries paying less than half a percent cds less than one percent yeah that's it just blows my mind but that's just the world that we live in right now and yeah i remember so what is most likely to happen, I don't because everybody wants to know what's going to happen in the future. Yeah, well, I don't know. Nobody knows for sure. But what we do know that if you look back into the past, into history, whenever the government has printed up a bunch of money and then distributed that money, kind of like the 1970s, and they had some other extenuating circumstances. I don't think it'll be anything like close to that. But you know, man. 
in all in the realm of all possibilities, I guess all things are possible. So when you keep printing money, what tends to happen? What tends to happen is prices start to rise. Now I hear the music. I'm going to take a real quick commercial break. My space invaded, upgraded, I hear you talking to me. It's in the boom of the thunder, it's in the cool of the rain. And I say, I don't ever want to get away. Tonight is beautiful, it's got my mind on you. And everywhere I turn is a reminder. to apply today. After a season of night falls in pushbacks, after the heartache of wrong turns inside tracks, just when they think they got you game set match, oh, 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 here comes a comeback, just cause you lay low. We're back. Here comes the comeback. <laughs> yeah. By the way, this is one of the uh, other points. I'm so glad that uh, music just jarred my memory. The uh, you know the economy is set up to rebound. It's not going to go down and stay down. I can't tell you how many people uh, used to tell me that. Oh, this is it. <laughs> this is the big one. Elizabeth, I'm coming to join you, honey. <laughs> you got to be really old to remember that. <laughs> that was from Sanford and Son for all you young people that don't know that out there. Just go to YouTube. There's some old <laughs> there's some old clips on there. But uh, anyway. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I, I love that show. <laughs> so anyway, just made me lose my whole train of thought. That's okay. <laughs> but, uh, oh, the inflationary stuff. See, that's what happens. And that's how economies actually... Good, bad, or indifferent, you know, it, it's how they grow out of a problem. You got all this debt. This debt is going to look very small 30 or 40 years from now. They're going to they're gonna be saying, hey, you remember when the national debt was only $30 trillion? And uh, <laughs> was only $30 trillion? <laughs> And you know you might be from the South. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's a horrible impression of Jeff Foxworthy. <laughs> but anyway, so, yeah, what happens is money's going to be printed. Uh, it's going to be circulated. Prices will go up. And a lot of the one of the reasons that stocks have done so well over the years is that, you know, the companies have the ability to raise their prices to keep up with that. And actually, the <laughs> they're raising prices as part of the cause of the inflation. So the shareholder gets to participate from the successful companies uh, who are out there growing their sales and growing their profits. And that's uh, basically how it works. It's financed by the Fed. The Fed is the most powerful organization on the planet, especially the U.S. Fed. Now, that may not always be the case. You know, China may overtake us one day. 
Yeah, actually, I think it would take some pressure off of us. That would that wouldn't be a bad thing. Yeah, and uh, we haven't pulled out our dirtiest tricks, and they already have. I'm not. I'm kidding about the dirty tricks. The uh, we haven't pulled a, a lot of the tough stuff. They they actually started to this last go round. This pandemic was headed off superbly by the Fed, and it was the Fed. Let me tell you something. The Fed working in uh, in uh, concert with the Treasury. It's pretty good. What does it mean? In the long run, it's it's going to be inflationary. It's not if, you know, it's when. And the more money you print up, you know, it's just kind of the way that stuff happens. Believe me. Yeah, have you been to the grocery store lately? Have you seen what prices were versus what they were about 18 months ago? That's amazing. And I know you know, I know you're nodding if you have kids, you know, for sure. Because prices of a lot of stuff has gone up. And that's kind of how the whole thing works. Those people that don't understand that are the ones that are getting really hurt. The people that are standing by in CDs hoping that the CD interest rates are going to go up in time, you know, before their uh, money runs out or before they have to start spending too much of the principal. I think that's a mistake. I think you look around at, at some of the things that we were talking about today. These are the alternatives that you can use. You have an investment-only annuity that, that will go up as the assets go up. You got the It's got the lower income, but it's got the potential for growth down the road. Then you've got the one with the higher income that's just a guaranteed income. So between those two, that's, that's a pretty big deal. And outside of those, then you've got your regular uh, institutionally managed investment funds. Almost all funds today are, are managed by institutions. You have individual stocks if you want to do that. I'm going to tell you that you better have a lot of time these days because stocks move fast, faster than they ever have in the history of the stock market. So that's a tough one, although it's fun. You know, I get it. I do it. You know, I don't do it with a lot, but I do it. And um, I think I only have about, I don't know, probably 15 percent or actually it's less than that now in individual stocks why because i just don't have that kind of time it's fun you'll hear me talk about the purple and discover and, and stocks that i bought that went down you know which probably about half of them uh in uh if i were being more active it would actually be a little bit more than half and people go well how do you make money that way well because you cut your losers if you cut your losers and your losses aren't that big you only need one or two big winners to put your head and that's something that I can't believe people haven't figured out yet. <laughs> that's just, I remember when I was old enough, to, well, old enough in the industry to actually see that and go, oh, you know, it was a long time ago. But, uh, and that's typically how things work, by the way. Peter Lynch, if you know who he is, if you don't, it's because you're, you know, you're under the age of 50. The, uh, uh, this guy was the all time leader. In the stock market, so he put ten grand in his uh, in his care when he began ran it, running the Magellan Fund. By the time he retired, it was three hundred thirty thousand bucks. Let me say that again: ten thousand to three hundred thirty thousand. That's pretty awesome. So no one had ever done that. Uh, Warren Buffett didn't even hasn't even done that. Uh, the difference between he and Warren Buffett is Warren Buffett buys the whole company. <laughs> and just says, yeah, you guys keep running it. You're a good business. Just get a new owner. Just send me the cash. You guys keep your jobs, keep growing, and uh, just send me the profits. I'm your new owner. And 
big difference between that and somebody who picks stocks for a living and manages them for other people. You have a lot more control. And that control translates into dollars in your pocket. It's a, if you had the money, that would be the, really the way to do it. Just buy the whole thing. And, and incidentally, he, Warren Buffett inspired a ton of people to do that. And that's one of the reasons that the number of stocks available to invest in have dropped over the years. You got a bunch of companies out there just buying the companies and keeping the cash for themselves. That, that's been happening. So, bottom line, I was talking about inflation, and and this is what you can do. That's what one of the reasons I like that new uh, product, that the investment only annuity, is that you know inflation is is going to happen. It's definitely going to happen. So, you, you want a, a fixed income. If you want a high fixed income, it's going to stay fixed. That's why the term fixed is on there. You want a variable, uh, it's going to be variable. Actually. What they've done is they've taken a variable and they've converted it, a portion of it, into a minimum fixed. So it's a little bit lower, but it has the opportunity to go higher. And for an individual to be able to pull out 4% in a 1% interest rate environment, that's pretty good. And if the stock market does continue to do as well in the next 20 years or next yeah, next 20 years as it has in the last 20 years... Even with two 50% declines, you know the stock market's average is close to 8% a year. So even if you took 2% off for all the management fees, that's 6% a year. What are CDs paying again? What are they paying? 1%. Would you rather have 6 or 1? <laughs> 6 if it's bumpy? Do you care if they're going to guarantee the 4? That's what I'm saying. That. I think it's it, it, it's a excellent time to be coming out with a product like that. So, in, and again, I was talking a little bit. You can put these in trusts now. You can put these in trusts that uh, are irrevocable. Why do people buy irrevocable trusts? Well, because there are some tax advantages to doing some stuff like that. A lot of those tax advantages kind of disappear pretty quickly, though, on irrevocable trusts because once you get past fourteen or 15000 bucks, they start taxing it big time. That's where these other, uh, that's where the investment only annuity comes in. It can actually be owned by a trust. And again, talk to your tax preparer, talk to your uh, lawyers. Don't take my word for this. I'm, uh, I'm just passing along some information as I know it. So my uh, compliance people are very happy when I make those announcements. <laughs> but yeah, it's got, it really opens the door to an awful lot of planning that's pretty good. And I know a lot of people have kids that they worry about. Now, I don't want my kids um, being going broke You know, when, when I'm gone. All right. Well, you can help them out a little bit. You, know, you can lay some of this stuff out. The, the less that you pay in taxes, the more that, more that stuff is going to grow. If it's tax deferred, you're not paying the taxes on it. The faster it grows, the more you can leave by for beneficiaries. It's kind of common sense. Now, those are ex- actually very complicated scenarios. So, and again, if you've got some questions, and just you know, feel free to to drop me a line, give me an email. Um, I'll try to find out what it is that you're most interested in, and then uh, try to point you in the right direction who who you might be able to talk to. And because uh, we don't do taxes, and we don't draft trusts you have to be in a lawyer you have to be a lawyer or a tax preparer to do those sorts of things we're the investment advisors and we're actually idea people one of our 
jobs is to read all this crazy stuff and try to interpret it so that the rest of you can uh, uh, at least get a, a glimpse of, of what may be possible. And uh, I kind of like it. I mean, it, it, it's kind of interesting when you start really thinking about it. Um, deferring taxes can make a big difference in how much money you have in retirement. And a lot of people say, yeah, but you're going to have to pay more taxes in the end. Uh, that's because they have more money, dude. <laughs> Would you rather not have the money? <laughs> if you paid 90% in taxes on a dollar, you still have 10 cents you wouldn't have otherwise had. Yeah, that's that, that's a great idea. So, Josh, the guy that runs the show here, says, put it all in gift cards. That'd be awesome. You know what? I, I, I have to... I have to tell you something about gift cards. You got to watch those things. The uh, I've seen uh, where people have picked up the numbers and been using them. So you go to use your gift card, you know there's still money, and the mo- money's gone. <laughs> At least I think that's what's happening. It's been happening to me, and uh, I'm going. I did. So now I have to go and save a receipt every time I use a gift card that's got a balance on it. And uh, I don't know. I don't know. Just be careful. That's all I have to say. It's a, uh, I think I'd rather use, um, uh, what are the, uh, uh, PayPal. <laughs> they charge you a fee, but you know what? Yeah. You know, at least, you know, the money got there and, uh, but yeah, it's amazing too, by the way, you can probably, uh, when your phone looks at you and recognizes your face and, and opens up, you know, this is a, that facial recognition thing. Um, they can add your voice print, your fingerprint, the, uh, that that's where all this stuff is going. There's a lot of growth there. Uh, that's that's one of the reasons I wouldn't worry too much about the stock market. It is going to fluctuate. It could go sideways for quite a while. But I got to tell you, the growth in technology is phenomenal. And by the way, that growth spills over into all the other industries. It makes it easier and makes companies more productive to produce the products that they're producing that you're buying anyway. And think about that for a second. So as the the production value or production improves from the manufacturers, we're still buying those products. Somebody's still buying them. Uh, I know the AI is really if you're doing a job that's a manual job that that doesn't require a whole lot of training or a skill set to have that that's rough. You know, we'll talk about some of that in the future. And I'd love to get some people from the local um, school districts on my uh, on my show here so we could kind of address that fact. But uh, anyway, I hear the music. That means my show's over. You've been listening to the Bullington Capital Report. I'm Bill Bullington here every Saturday morning from 11 to noon. Have a good weekend, everybody. Good luck and good investing. Another edition of the Bullington Capital Report, broadcasting every Saturday at 11 a.m. on AM 1420, The Answer. If you have a question and you'd like to speak to Bill personally, you can call him at 330-664-0700. That's 330-664-0700. Or online at BullingtonCapital.com. That's BullingtonCapital.com. The preceding program has been paid for by Bullington Capital Management, LLC. 